Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers <laughs> express their feelings in the book of the moment via that. podcast. I'm, I'm one half of coffee. your host. That's okay. I'm one half of your host, Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstead. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is... Drum roll, please. <laughs> book Lovers by Emily Henry. Woo! Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Emily Henry is the number one New York Times bestselling author of People We Meet on Vacation and Beach Read, as well as several young adult novels. She lives and writes in Cincinnati and the part of Kentucky just beneath it. Mm, okay. That was very um, specific. I know. <laughs> Her books have been featured in BuzzFeed, Oprah Magazine, Entertainment Weekly, The New York Times, The Skim, Shondaland, and more. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, Nora Stevens' life is books. She's read them all, and she's not that type of heroine. Not the plucky one, not the laid-back dream girl, and especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is a heroine for are her clients, for whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent, and her beloved little sister, Libby. Which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina, for, a month of, for the month of August, when Libby begs her for a sister's trip away, with visions of a small-town transformation for Nora who she's convinced needs to become the heroine in her own story. But instead of picnics in meadows or run-ins with a handsome country doctor or bulging or bulging four-armed bartender, <laughs> I was like, my brain was Bold? processing that. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, oh. Nora keeps bumping into Charlie Lastra, a bookish brooding editor from back in the city. It would be a meet-cute if not for the fact that they've met many times and it's never been cute. <laughs> if, if Nora knows she's not an ideal heroine, Charlie knows he's nobody's hero. But as they are thrown together again and again in a series of coincidences no editor worth their salt would allow, <laughs> what they discover might just unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. Without further ado, let's get into it. I hadn't read the blurb. <laughs> Neither, yeah. Even, like, in the months leading up to its release, I had not read the blurb. I, so I that was funny. Your whole, your advocacy for going into it blind has rubbed off on me. I love it. I either fully spoil <laughs> myself or go in completely blind. Did you, you, so you didn't know anything about this one either then? No. Aside no. from it being Emily Henry. So, yeah. so fun fact, right? And you know this, but just for the listeners too. So my friend Gabby had an arc of book lovers that she got ah, like in October, probably. So she had it for ago. a long time. And she has been sending it around to her friends who also like Emily Henry. So this is like the sisterhood of the traveling book, legitimately. And I finally got it like a month ago and I just never picked it up yet. And then it was like, oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's release day. Um. <laughs> I know you've had it for forever and you never touched it. I know I was really busy and so I went to Barnes and Noble and got my own copy too because I was like I know I just had a feeling that I was gonna want to like tab the shit out of it and maybe yeah. annotate and stuff um and I'm really glad I did uh -huh. <laughs> um and then I read it 
yesterday and was texting you about it and you were like, do I need to go to Barnes Noble? <laughs> okay. No, no, no. So here's the thing. I pre-ordered it in like right. January. And so it's like release week, right? So I go to check, like I get the notification. I've been charged for it. Like it's gonna, I got the shipping notification and I go to see when it's going to be delivered and it's being delivered today. So fr- we're recording Friday. It came out Tuesday, right? Yeah. Right. We're yeah. recording Thursday. Okay. <laughs> Oh, today's Thursday. Shit. What the fuck? Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, uh, okay, uh, disregard a lot. But, okay, so it's not even here today yet. So I, you're texting me. You're literally, like, all caps. Like, I'm kicking, screaming, crying, throwing up, <laughs> kicking my feet. Like, blushing. I, I, I love this book. And I'm, I had the biggest fucking FOMO, dude. I was I'm like, dead. no. And then... I'm like, okay, I really don't want to do my homework right now. What if, what if I just go to Barnes and Noble and get it right now instead of waiting until Friday, even though I'm still going to get the one that comes on Friday, but um, (laughs) keep your eye out on our Instagram for a special little um, giveaway, perhaps. Um, Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I bought it. I started it, I think, because I wanted to use the audiobook too. And you were like, the audiobook's good. And I just um bum off of your audible account right <laughs> and so you texted me at like 9 30 or 10 or so and you're like okay i finished it and so i was like okay great now i can use the audiobook and so i went upstairs i poured myself a big old glass of wine and i read it all in one sitting and i was done at 2 a.m yep. it was fantastic Yep. Um, not to interrupt how much fun we're having, but Harry Styles just tweeted exactly one minute ago. Harry Styles love on tour dates, New York, Madison Square Garden, 10 nights. What? August 28th to September 21st. What? And then Los Angeles at the Forum, 10 nights live, October 31st to November 15th. I'm surprised he's not doing stadium. He's just doing a shit ton of nights. And then he's going to do Toronto, Austin, and Chicago. Those are the only five nights almost each for all of those, except Toronto only two. Oh, interesting. So Canada hasn't gotten any tours or any of the tour, and they're just going to get two shows. Right. On one coast. Rip. Well. Well. Anyways, I saw it and I felt like filling you in. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, Anyways. Back to the regularly scheduled programming. Yep. Um, technically not even regularly scheduled. We were so excited about finishing this that we were recording four days early. <laughs> I mean, um, honestly, I, I, so obviously we've read People We Meet on Vacation and Beach Read. Beach Read. Mm-hmm. And I think Beach Read just has like, I love, like, I love both of them, but Beach Read just has such a special place in my heart because I think of the writer. Like, they're both writers, Mm -hmm. you know? So this is, like, even more... I just... I love books about writers who fall in love. Like, two bookish people. Because there's just... There's such a level... Like, if authors do it well, there's, like, a level of self-awareness in the writing and in the storyline as well Mm -hmm. that, like, mirrors their bookish conversations and things. Yes! And I love it so much so this book was a masterpiece at exactly what you just said like the the hyper aware break the fourth wall yes without actually breaking the fourth. like it was yes they did but they didn't uh, and yeah yeah 
I was obsessed with the like, I can't believe that I like I've actually fallen victim to the trope of like my boyfriend goes off to some countryside for something, falls uh-huh. in love with somebody there and then has to break up with the stuck up bitch that I am. Right. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I could feel. And that's why like so a lot of I don't know if you looked at had time to look at reviews on Goodreads. No, I did not. <laughs> OK, uh, I didn't either. But Gabby brought this up to me this morning that. I guess some people on Goodreads were saying like the skinny dipping scene was corny and stuff like um it's a romance it's a romance it's novel. supposed to be corny. it's supposed to be corny and I think that was also like the point right like yeah. <laughs> like the whole like, book it was, acknowledges exactly what is corny about romance novels those, yes. yes exactly yeah Ugh. like the this is the the storyline and the things that happen along the storyline in those romances like. Oh my god! It, like I had so many moments where I'm like, "This is just Emily Henry like commenting on romance tropes and everything like within the story within these characters." I don't know. There were so many layers, and I loved it. Yes. And um, so I texted you this mm-hmm. when I was like 50 pages in. Yeah. I pictured Taylor Swift as Nora. That's so interesting. Okay, blondie, like super tall skinny like blue eyes Mm -hmm. i i just i was like okay so it's fucking taylor swift like i didn't know who to picture i feel like even when you said taylor swift i was like i can see why but But i was i feel like maybe to me taylor looks too nice to be nora like i know nora's nice but like she they call her the shark you know know, but i think (laughs) it's because she looks so nice but then she has like like smiles with knives type thing yeah, it's like she know. has that like i don't know that's so, so that's maybe reputation era taylor yes okay okay okay, okay. um I'm and there. then i oh what what was it oh so then i went on twitter because i was like okay now i need i know who i picture for nora i need right, someone for charlie, for charlie. Mm-hmm. i went on twitter and then someone else was like is anyone else picturing blondie as nora and i was like oh my god okay so i'm not the only one but um not that it's super original thought like five foot 10 or 5 foot 11 blonde woman white woman i guess <laughs> taylor swift's a pretty pervasive um anyways i didn't find anybody's fan cast for charlie okay i have one but it's not very accurate okay oscar isaac i think you i'm just, just in an oscar isaac hole right now like everything to me is oscar isaac um but i f- i like i know that charlie's white but tell me like the amber eye thing you know like you know the snark yeah and the peppered hair Mm -hmm. that's what like once once you said peppered hair i was like okay my type i'm in um and then i was like oh i'm just gonna make him oscar i okay so i don't i don't think you've watched um ted lasso yet Mm -mm. the show okay i pictured maybe someone who's okay here's the thing i don't necessarily find this like actor like super super attractive but the Mm -hmm. character in ted lasso is super attractive it's roy kent i'm looking at him ted Mm -hmm. lasso but like it's the character he's like the grump kind of guy but then secretly like really soft kind of but he's just got this like asshole kind of cold persona but then he's like he just has the best romance on the show i think okay and the way he connects with his romantic partner on the show reminded me of how Charlie was able to connect with Nora. I think. Okay. And then, and just, so, even though I was like, oh, why, my mind's going to him, even though, like, 
I want Charlie to be a, looking physically different, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was picturing Roy Kent a little bit. Okay. Okay. It's that peppered hair. The it's black. the peppered hair. Yeah. I think out of all the Emily Henry men that I've read, Charlie is the one. Like, there is, like, Gus was great. And I also loved Gus, right? Yeah. And I loved Alex. But I didn't love Alex that much. He was I too, did. he was too teddy bear for me, I think. That's fair. Charlie was everything to me. <laughs> See, I, unpopular opinion, I think I'm still team Gus. That's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. That's I was not expecting to be like, oh, I'm blushing for Nora so much. I think so. I loved their banter, but I just think I felt like I knew Gus better. Like I That's fair. I think I, we I got felt, more of his perspective in, in Betrayed. Yeah. I didn't get like I felt like I didn't get to know Charlie as mm-hmm. much. Right. It was yeah. more like banter and casual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then big reveal to his and, like, stuff. through their intimate moments where they're actually, like, sharing things and stuff, it was learning more. Like, I learned about his childhood and stuff and whatnot. But yeah. I felt like through those moments it was more so to give li- – because there was so much, like, we didn't know about Nora's childhood right. and stuff. And, like, that was revealed throughout it all. So I feel like those moments were serving Nora's character more than Charlie's. I think that's accurate. Yeah. And I just, I like books where I actually, like, really get to know the love interest. Right. That's fair. Yeah. I just but think still, Charlie's yeah. personality was it for me. I also yeah. think it could be because he reminds me a lot of my partner. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I That's think I was, I was lending myself a little bit there. Uh-huh. Um, when, did you have a moment, though, where you were like, okay, yeah, no, that was hot from Charlie? Uh- so many moments okay because Um, my first one was on page 92 when they're doing the pool scene i'm not gonna read it but like where they're playing pool and she's like trying to be able to pull shark and hustle him and he's like i'm left-handed well well that was hot but when she was like well aren't you gonna come up and show me how to do it and then he actually does yeah even though she was kind of kidding and he was like like loosen up your arm or something i was like oh oh loosen your grip yeah oh i'm blushing excuse me (laughs) what this, I yeah. feel like this book had a lot of things that I liked in it. That yeah, like, I think were this one was very really, relatable. Yeah, yeah. I what moment? I think there was. Ah, oh, wait. There were there was one moment where I was like, I really fully was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, this is a little later. Like I I found things hot before that. Yeah, yeah. But it was page one fifty nine. I and, think I have a mark at the same one. Yeah, same I do goes, have a mark at the same one. I wanted to understand how yep. things worked. Remember the uh, about the erotica? Yeah. Oh my! I have a tab on the exact same spot. Yep. 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 That, that one kind of. I think uh, that was probably one of the Snapchats I sent you. He, Chef's Kiss. Yeah. Chef's Kiss. He was very good love interest, in my opinion. I um, I just thought, like, there were so many things that I was like, I, this is why I like new adult romances. Uh-huh. Because sometimes we read, like, a lot of the, you know, YA ones, and I'm like, yeah, that was cute, you know, but there's nothing at uber, rela- like, relatable in it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, her ordering her dirty gin martinis, me, yeah. fucking mood, right? Um. And, like, them playing pool and her being, like, at that one bad Tinder date or whatever. Not Tinder. The mom date, whatever. (laughs) 
where she's like, she orders two martinis, and he's like, I don't drink. And she's like, oh, that's okay. I'll be I'll having finish both yours. of ours. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so relatable. And I just loved, like, their whole, like, him walking her home thing. Mm-hmm. And the and how she's like, I've never, I don't even know if I've ever, like, enjoyed something like that before. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. no, this these are real, 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 real things. things. <laughs> um, I, I also appreciated ahead. the kind of, the, oh, maybe we should, minor trigger warnings and stuff, like death mm-hmm. of a family member, mm-hmm. um, family, like, health issues, yeah. all these things. Um, I also really appreciated the, like, kind of deep dive into her and Libby's, her sister's um, relationship. I appreciated Mm -hmm. that. Me too. I think, like, a lot of times in these romances, all of the other relationships are very surface level. But I think that really, like, they went deeper Mm -hmm. on that relationship even than Charlie. Yeah. Which I liked. It was very much Nora's story. Yeah. And Charlie was also there. <laughs> yeah. But I like that in a book. Like, I like it's that like in a book. It's like Bad Luck's Bridesmaid vibes, mm-hmm. kind of. It's like, yes. It's, and, it, yeah. and it was like, uh, like Noni Blake. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. has her whole thing, and then there's also a romance in it. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, like, it's, I think, towing the line of what they call like women's fiction or whatever. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like in a in a more romancy way because you're right. like, okay, no, we see her meet Charlie in the beginning and he's kind of an asshole. But also I thought it was cute that he actually took her recommendation and ordered that salad she suggested. And then ordered a gin martini as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just fucking loved it. Um I was fully kicking my feet. Like yeah. cheesing the fuck out of while I was reading this book. Like I have a question I, for you. Uh, yes, go ahead. Yes. What what plot things were you able to predict? Because I found All this of them. book. Okay, yeah. I was like, I found this <laughs> so painfully predictable. But Super it, predictable. It but it was fine. I was still like fully vibing. I enjoyed every moment yeah. of it. But like literally from oh, he doesn't like that book because he's from that town. Yep. Like that oh, 100%. right off the bat. Yep. And then um, I think it was at page 200. I was like, oh, Libby's moving there. Yep. And then yeah. mm-hmm. Charlie's also moving there. But then I was like, oh, my God, Libby's going to take over the store. Oh, yeah. And so it Charlie can go back to New York. Yep. <laughs> it was very, it. <laughs> yes. It, there was no, like, big mystery there. Yeah. I think the only, like, mysterious things were like, okay, we didn't know what was going on with, like, why he was an asshole, why Charlie was an asshole in the beginning when they met two years prior. Right. I mean, something obviously had happened. But, right. But yeah, we didn't yeah. know, like, what specifically, right? And yeah. then we kind of don't know why Nora gets these, like, wake up in the middle of the night nightmares. Yeah. And panics. But also we know her mom died and there was something to go. So I'm like, okay, obviously that did have to do with that probably. Yeah. And then we learn it's because she was, like, her phone was dead and she was at, with her boyfriend or whatever. Right. Um, but I, I, I agree. Like, all of the plot-based things were very predictable. Yes. I thought, like, the only thing that, like, caught me off guard was uh, Shepard being Charlie's cousin. That was funny. I thought it was either going to be, like, a childhood friend or, like, someone who, like, Charlie... I thought it was childhood friend, too. Yeah, I thought it was... Like, it was going to be someone who, like, Charlie actually knew more than the other guy he went... Like, she went on the mom right. date with, you know? Right. I agree. Yeah. But when she when he was, like, oh, yeah, my cousin Charlie, I was like, oh, shit, that's funny. But I liked that because it was like he represented everything Charlie 
kind of like in another life would have wanted to be for yeah. his family. And so mm-hmm. it was like even a bigger kick in the gut when, you know, she, but it was also, he was so mature about it too. When she did go on the date with him. Yeah. You know, it like, was, there was hot no... that he was mature about it. I know he was actually mature. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> and then he was like minorly jealous, you know, but yeah, that was also attractive. <laughs> you know what I liked? You know what I liked <laughs> about this book? What? The third act breakup. <gasps> yes. wasn't it, it was, made sense it made sense <laughs> and it was based off of like it wasn't a frustrating it was sad no, because it made sense it made i bawled my eyes out i knew yep. they were still gonna be together in the end but i still bawled my eyes out and yeah because it actually it wasn't like she was pulling something out of her ass to do yeah. a third act breakup yeah it wasn't an argument over something stupid petty or a like it wasn't a miscommunication yes 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 it was like, and the thing was, we knew it was coming too. Yeah, they knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. Yeah. Um. Oh, did you scream as I screamed? Um. When there was a mention of January Andrews books. Yes, I did. I screeched. Speaking of. Yeah. Okay, I would like you to flip if you have the book in front of you. I do, of course. Twenty-two. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Twenty-two. About halfway down. Okay. I felt like this was a Tessa Bailey call. Oh, it was. It was. <laughs> I even, Sammy, I swear to God, in my book, I wrote at Tessa Bailey and yeah. I underlined that part. Yep. I was like, it happened one summer. Call out by Tessa. I, yep. Uh, Literally. Lobster hunter, fisher, lobster Fisherman. fisher, fisherman. <laughs> yes. I, no, I love the same. Yeah. And it was like the small town thing. Like, I, this was yep. true. That was truly a call out. It was yes. truly a call out. Yep. I thought that was hilarious. So funny. Um, did you, uh, another point at which I screamed, this is later in the book, uh-huh. did you also scream when they mentioned McNally Jackson? Yes, I saw that. The Strand, McNally Jackson, all of those. I mean, the yes. Strand's a little more popular, but yeah. Right. But McNally Jackson's our baby, yeah. our, our seaport love child. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this book was written for me. God damn it. Like, I know. <laughs> oh, um, I do, else? I kind yeah. of wish, because obviously like parts of it, most of it, it takes place in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I kind of, like, I felt, mm, okay, so I feel like with all the stories, I could want more of their relationship when they're actually together. Because with Emily Henry's yeah. books, they finally, like, get together, like, at mm-hmm. the end. And I kind of, I'm like, I just want, like, two chapters of their life when they're actually together. Like, just so I can, like, I don't know, be satiated that taste i don't know anyways i i kind of this one more than her other books i wish i got some of their life in new york yeah because they're such city people and obviously i just have my love for new york and of course everything and so i'm like oh i I know it's all about like the the small town trope and everything like that but Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like two book people bookish people like successful bookish people living in new york together like, yeah. I just, I want the, the bookstore or the coffee shop dates. I want the, where are they going? Are they do like, I wanted that in New York too. Right. I, I think like. that's super fair. I think, you know, like she did recently with the like bonus chapter. Yeah. For, for Beatreed. Yeah. I feel like we'll get a hint from in the future. Book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that because also like she loves these little, these little treats right she gives us right like many people we meet on vacation alex is reading a a book by gus yeah right yeah and then here we get 
mention of January's book. So and I then, feel like in whatever's you, wait, next. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hmm. read the extra, the bonus epilogue thing? Did you read it from? From Beach Read? Yeah. No, I didn't. I know that was all you my homework and I didn't do it. Do I know. That. I was zooted when we discussed that, that and then I forgot. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I know. I know it's called The Layover. I know it's cute. I know they're like... I, I saw There's spoilers. another little crossover in it, too. And so that's <gasps> there why is? Yes! Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. I will, I'll read it after Sam, this. I, this time, I promise. I'm sorry. You should have read it before we I should have. This. I should have, but I didn't. Uh, I should have okay. gotten the Target version because it has the... Yeah. Of Book Lovers because it has the, the layover chapter in the back. Yeah. Depression. But, you know. It's fine. Before we move on to discuss the rest of Book Lovers, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's continue the conversation. Okay. Um, things that happened that made me squeal. Okay. Uh, skinny dipping scene. Yes, obviously. I squealed. Yes. The pool scene, like I discussed prior. Yes. Yes. Squealed. Um, their first kiss, and when he when he <laughs> when she gets on his back for a piggyback ride, yes, that squealed. was yes. squealed. Yes. Um. Und- undeniable squeal there. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? What else? I even. I think I even. The library. The library. Yeah, that was. Whew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I squealed. It, this was like so. I just because obviously we knew if she's gonna be in North Carolina for a month. Charlie is going to have to be there. And she sees him at the mug and shot. <laughs> I love that. I love all the like punny stuff. The mug and shot um, book. Or no, no, no. Uh, cafe. And mm-hmm. he's in, and so she, she emails him. And like even that interaction Squealing. had mm-hmm. me like. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Even though she just had that moment with his cousin where she was like the most beautiful man I've ever met. Yes. Literally pulled a uh, Farah resand and literally. Yeah. What else? Um I was doing a lot of squealing while reading I, this book. Yeah. Honestly, all of their banter and little Ugh. innuendos and things just amazing. Their banter was so good. It reminded it me a lot of of like Poppy's character and people we meet on vacation. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Yeah. Like she had the bands. Right. Yeah. This was like they both had the bands. <laughs> yeah. They... And it was so quick and so funny and just like all of their little like uh, when she's like, do you want me to tell you who killed JFK? Like, yeah. And then he brings They're... that line up later. Like, yes. So funny. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, man, how do you guys think so fast? <laughs> I, love... I, I know. It could not be me. <laughs> I know. Seriously. I'm like, I need uh, three to five business days to think of a witty comeback to everything, Quite literally, please. Dude. <laughs> literally. I a just really like... long shower to reimagine this conversation. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I just thought like everything was like when, when 
Nora first is like, okay, it was in this moment that I accepted the fact that Charlie was hot. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is such a realistic, like, grumpy, grumpy. <laughs> yeah. It's not I even like grumpy that. sunshine. It's grumpy ex grumpy. Like, <laughs> I like that. I think I like that trope because, like, I grumpy ex grumpy, they're just like, because, like, the grumpy is the sarcastic one. So when they're both sarcastic. Yeah. And they hate everyone just... except each other. You know? Yes. <gasps> Vibes. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Get it to me. me going, okay? <laughs> I want more books like this book. You know what I was thinking immediately after I finished it too was like that feeling that I had was like the reason why we wanted this podcast for books yeah. like this w- that give us that feeling. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes we finish a book and we were like, eh. I, I also enjoy when we hated a book. Like, that's really fun, you know? Yeah, when it's, like, mutual hating. and we When it's, just, there's like, a passion there. on yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Makes you feel something. That's what Exactly. Yes. And this one, I was like, this is it. Like, this is why. We need more books like this. Yeah. <laughs> because this was too fun. I was enjoying myself too much, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for Sammy to finish. I was loving – you were Snapchatting me while you were reading <laughs> every so often, and I didn't even know, need to know what page you were on. I was like, yep, I know. Yep. <laughs> I – when they did have their – I cried a few times, but me I too. fully sobbed when – I think it was um, – I'll break out the line, I think. Yeah. Um. Hang on, let's let me find the line I'm thinking of. Oh, yep, here we go. <laughs> this is this is page three fifty two. Okay. And they were like dancing, and he was like, "I know, but don't say it yet." Yes. Um, his long distance relationship was the worst year of his life. Mine almost broke me. He's right that it's different, but that it's us, and we understand each other. But that's why I can't do it. A week ago, I say I like yes! you so much, I would have wanted to try to make this work. I swallow a jagged fist-sized lump, but still my voice has to scrape by to get out. But now I think I might love you too much for that. <laughs> I was sobbing. Uh, and then when he's like, of course I love you, Nora. If I loved you any less, I'd be trying to convince you that you could be happy here. You have no idea how badly I wish I could be enough. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Pain. Oh my god, like everything about that because we knew it was coming, so there was yeah. so much build up to it, and then like how they don't they leave without saying goodbye vibes and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. oh my god. Um You know I... what I kept thinking though? I was like, okay, she has such an attachment to Libby. Obviously they don't want to do a but she's gonna keep coming back to North Carolina to visit Libby and the girl, like uh-huh. her nieces and stuff. So I was like I know they don't want to do an overall long-distance relationship, but the chance that they're going to consistently see each other still is very, very high. Yeah, that's true. I think, like, I think that's why Emily Henry leans in so much on, like, how much of a workaholic Nora is. Yeah, that, okay, So we get true. the feeling, like, I mean, she's oh, been Oh, and gone... this was her first vacation in 10 right. years. Yeah. Yeah, and so she's been gone a month, and she's still, like, working all yeah. day until 5 p.m. and then sometimes afterwards, you know. Yeah. So I think that was kind of showing, like, even if she did try to keep coming out, she, it would be like she's still working, you know. Right. She yeah. doesn't really get a full day off kind of vibe. True. So I, I think maybe that was what we were supposed to be thinking from that. about. Because I agree. I was like, I mean, they're still going to see each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmases and shit like that, right? Yeah. And I and love that. baby. I love. I love that Charlie stayed. 
because he felt yes. like he had to, you know, yes. and for his family, even though the thing was like, even though his parents knew he wouldn't be happy there. Yeah. And they were like, we don't want him to stay. We want him to go home. But he was just trying so hard to be what he felt like he needed to be. Right. But it's like that plays into, you know, the trope of like the city person who stayed like, but it was like, it was that, but it wasn't that. And right. I, yeah. It was almost like the reverse of that trope. Yes. You know, like, because yeah. he ends up going back to the city. Yes. yes. So it was kind of the reverse of like, he, you know, the small town makes both of the city people move there. Yes. And instead they were like, no. <laughs> I also really loved that neither of them wanted kids and they kind of like bonded over that. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah, I like you don't, that I feel like you don't get that a lot in romance books. Right. Because they, like, I think authors want to keep the, like, they're going to have a happy family in, like, a bonus chapter one day, you know? Right. In their back pocket, you know? No, but... I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. I thought, I, I like that also. Yeah. What else? I liked, um... Everything. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, I also, you know, we just also kind of said this, but I... We both love New York so much. Yes. We both live there. I loved the way Emily Henry writes about loving and missing New York. She does it in, like, is she from New York? Did she live in New York? I have no idea. But she <laughs> understand. I feel like she understands that feeling, especially, I think, I mean, okay, Nora was different because, like, they, she ultimately, like, she grew up there. Like, New York is her home through and through. But I feel like she also understands the, like, I grew up somewhere else and I went to New York because New York is the place. Yeah. It is that place. Yeah. And then like that feeling you get of like oh the Charlie just kept describing it too, where it's like it's a competition just to like just existing there is a competition kind of. Right. And for some people that's like like Nora, she needed that. She wanted that. She yeah. craved that. Obviously not for everyone. I don't even think it's for me deep down, but I romanticize <laughs> New York still. Um but yeah, it's like she, the New York comments really got me, I think. Yeah, like, yeah. especially in that tangent where they're talking about, like, the things they miss from New York over time. Yeah, yeah. Like, as someone who, like, I ju we just moved here, like, a year yeah. ago from New York. And I was there for, like, almost five years. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, the little things that they were mentioning. I was like, okay, well, now I'm just crying because I miss New York. Like, yeah. I'm not even crying for the book anymore. <laughs> yeah uh, they just made me miss new york goddamn mm -hmm. <laughs> um and like i the love Nelly the jackson thing and all that I was oh like, wait <laughs> i just i just i was like trying to remember the conversation about like the things the weird the weirdest things i miss about new york or whatever and he was yeah. like i miss the mariachi bands that come on and he just <laughs> looks at all the reactions of the people like someone feels yes. like like wants to kill Dude. them someone's like recording it someone's like happy or what like just all of that and like that whole experience is so uniquely new york yep yeah yep the moment a mariachi band comes on to the sub in your subway car and you're like oh no and how oh, nora no. was like you're not truly my mom used to say you're not truly a new yorker until you've cried on the subway and i was like been there dude been there let me tell you <laughs> and openly feeling your emotions in yes i have fully had it was on my way back from JFK after I dropped Daniel off at the airport and um, I was fully sobbing and a lady came and checked on me and offered me a tissue. And I, I was like, so reading that in the book, I was like, oh my God, am I a New Yorker? Like, I did that. <laughs> I did that. 
I think I cried so many times on this. <laughs> that was like I I definitely cried other times, but that was like full on like full body nope, sobs. not not reining it in. It's just happening. Yep. Yeah. I think like there's such a desire to hold it in too when uh-huh. you're in a public place, and then there's New York where you're like, no, you can do whatever the fuck you want. In New yeah, York and... you can cry. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sure somebody else two cars down is also crying. Like... Literally, maybe even in the same car as you. <laughs> maybe, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else like New York. You ever like get on the subway and somebody you know is on the subway car randomly that you hopped on? That's happened to me a few times. No, because I barely knew anybody in New York. That's true. I, <laughs> I knew people through you, and that was it, pretty much. That's true. <laughs> you moved to New York, and we're like friends. I'll take Sam's. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, uh, and it worked out. Me. We're still, we're still friends with my friends. <laughs> it did. It did. I made one <laughs> other friend that, like, my roommate, my other roommate, and then one of my coworkers from Equinox. Yeah, and that's it. You, you did the thing. I've got three people to show from my time. You weren't there for that long, if you think about it. Like, that's really good. for. Like, I've been here for a year, and I've made one friend. That's Okay, that's fair. Like, I was there for a little over a year. So, yeah, Yeah, that's That's true. That's what I'm saying. I think that as an adult, right, like, it's so hard to make friends as adults. Why is it so fucking hard? Hey, book people. um, (sighs) People who are friends. (laughs) Please. I literally have, like, four friends right now. And it's not because I'm, like, not a good friend. I'm a very good friend. I just... It's just hard, okay? I will give you all the attention as well. Yeah. yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a benefit for you that I don't yeah. have many friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why do we have to live so far away from each other? I don't know, dude. <sighs> Doesn't that suck? Um, but yeah, all the New York parts in this book were like, no, that's really relatable. And it took place in North Carolina. <laughs> that's true. You know what? Other line was really funny because it's like kind of like the um, – tiktok um thing which one um it was page oh 36 but having money in new york i remember her saying one winter as we window shopped on the upper east side libby and i hanging onto her gloved hands now that would be magical and i was thinking of the tiktok (laughs) trend like how does it feel to be an elitist new york piece of shit or whatever it was like awesome or like have you seen heard that audio on tiktok yes yes yeah i thought of that audio uh, right now that's being applied to the harry's one night only in new york too oh yeah have you seen people do those tiktoks yes (laughs) yes no i i agree that was very much the vibe um and i you know what i like about some of these romances too that are like this like random fucking towns in a random state Uh uh-huh but like in a way that makes sense yeah. Like when they pick somewhere in Ohio or something like that, you're like, okay. Right. Okay. But like, and because then, especially if they're building a town, ta- like, I don't know if Sunshine Falls is a real place in North Carolina. I'm going to start with that. Um, should I Google it? We should Google it. I'm going <laughs> like, to Google it. Remember when we were like, Westport's a fake town and then it was a real town? Yeah. <laughs> Sunshine Falls. It's a pre Google thing. It's a fictional city town. Okay. Okay. It's fictional. Unofficial. Wait. Wait, World Waterfall Database. Where are you? Says otherwise. I'm on Google. Sunshine Falls is a fictional city town. I know, I saw that, but then I I clicked on the link below it. Sunshine Falls. It's an unofficial name of a waterfall. Right, right, right. That's what what I'm saying. It's not a town. Okay, deal. Okay, we can let it go. It's not a town. (laughs) We We can let it go. Um... 
I just really enjoyed, like, I think it's better when they make a fictional town if you're not going to do a city that people know. That's, yeah, you know that's what I mean? a good idea. Yeah. Because, like, the whole point in the beginning of the book of Charlie not liking necessarily that book once or whatever right. was because he's from there and it wasn't an accurate, like, description of what the that's town's so like and stuff true. like that. So I feel like Emily Henry did this on purpose where she, like, made up that town. Yeah. To show, like, yeah, if I had picked a place... Everybody would hate it if they're from there. Yeah. 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 I was just breaking so many walls. Yeah. I want to know, like, is she working on something else? Like, she's got another one in the works. I mean, in her, like, her um, dedication in the front, Mm -hmm. it was, Nusha, this book isn't for you. I already know which one will be for you, so you have to wait. And then (laughs) she did, this book is for blah, 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 blah. Okay. So. I like that. I almost never read the dedication in the front, but I was like, I didn't. What's this? Yeah. And then I was like, there's more. Obviously, there's, there's going to be more. more. She's having Emily Henry is the moment. So She is the moment. Oh, quick rant okay. about my local bookstore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went in. I'm trying to support independent bookstores. Okay. I went in on pub day to get this book. Walked into their new fiction. Nothing. I was like, okay, weird. Maybe they had, maybe they ran out and had to restock for something else. For listeners, this is Powell's, the biggest bookstore in America. Yeah, the biggest independent bookstore in the United States, like yeah. legitimately. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I'll go to Romance. I'm in New Romance. Nada. Okay. I walk down to where Emily Henry's name is, and there's a little like paper plaque that's like new release, and then space for it is only two books wide. And I was like, this is strange. So I this asked for help. Joke. And I was looking up at the overstock that's kind of above my head. And all it was was, like, back, back stock of, like, beach read and people we meet on vacation. And I was like, maybe they sold everything out. So I'm asking for help. They had somebody go in the back to go look. And I overheard their conversation when that girl came back. And she was like, oh, yeah, I remember we sold, like, one or two of those copies today. But we only got in, like, two or three or ten. And I was like, on a new release day for the biggest, arguably the biggest romance author of the moment? So I had to go to Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. At least it wasn't Amazon, but still. Yeah. How? How? She is the moment. I don't know. Bad, bad move on their part. Huge. They're gonna uh, regret that. Yes. Um. Oh shit! I thought I was gonna sneeze. Oh, that's okay. Um. Other. Speaking of bookstores, I just wanted to. I feel like I know the answer to this one, yeah. but I it was page one seventeen, and it just okay. I wanted to be like. I wanted to ask you, what do you yeah. prefer? Is there anything better than iced coffee in a bookstore on a sunny day? I oh. mean, aside from hot coffee in a bookstore on a rainy day, which one oh. do you prefer? Bookstore and an iced coffee on a hot day mm-hmm. or hot coffee in a bookstore on a rainy day? The answer to this question comes in two parts. The first comes that comes from the fact that I've definitely grown up because I used to very much like hot coffee on a rainy day in a bookstore. Uh-huh. And now I'm an iced coffee on a warmer day in a bookstore. Okay. Do you know why that change happened? Um, I think hot coffee is for productivity. <laughs> and I – or no. I think hot coffee is more of a leisurely affair. And I think I just can't drink coffee hot anymore and I need iced coffee. That's one answer. Is That's that one part of the answer. Is that bisexual Gen Z millennial? Yeah, that probably. <laughs> yeah, like probably. Okay. Um, and the other part of that is just uh, I, it rains so much here that when, like where I live now. There's nothing that, special about a rainy day. 
Yeah, like I, I'm like, oh, it's raining. That's cool. It used to be a special thing for me. Now okay, I'm like, yeah. oh, when it's sunny, it's kind of a special thing. Not hot. I want to make that very clear. Not hot. If it's a hot day, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. If it is sunny, I'll go. <laughs> I, I had you? a thought. I had a thought during this because I think I still live, obviously, in Southern California. And mm-hmm. there is, like, the feeling I get when it is rainy is unlike yeah. any other feeling. Like, true. the joy that I feel. I um, totally understand. Yeah. So I think... I romanticize that still, but mm-hmm. I could feel like, I just, I don't know why I had this like vision of me in New York in the summertime mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the humid, hot, disgusting weather. And I mm-hmm. pictured walking into a bookstore that's air conditioned and yep. having an iced coffee. And I yep. was just like, this is what life, what life yep. is about, you know? Yes. That is, yes. that is literal goals. <laughs> so I think, I think I might have to say. I, maybe it depends on where I'm living because I think if Agree. I was in New York, I would say that feeling of taking refuge in a bookstore on a mm-hmm. hot day using their air conditioning. That just sounds yep. wonderful. I totally agree. I think that's a key thing is like if the bookstore can become that like nice safe space from whatever is going on. Yes. Then it's ideal. You know what else I was thinking? I just thought of mm. I, whenever it's cold and rainy and I layer up or whatever because it's cold outside and then you go into a bookstore like when it's like cold out, it's always a few degrees too warm in that bookstore. Yep. And I have yep. so many layers on. I end up walking around ta- like peeling off all my layers and sweating. I don't yep. want to drink a hot coffee when I'm already sweating either. Nope. So logistically. Even when we were at Powell's. Yeah, we were sweating. I was sweating. (laughs) I sweated everything, man. I am the sweatiest bitch on the planet. So I agree with you. I think that like that AC blowing at you, you're like, here's my iced coffee. I'm holding it by the lid and going cheeky, 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 right? Yes, of course. Perfect. Perfect. That's an ideal situation for me. (laughs) (laughs) Books in hand. Yes. 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 Um, What did you think of like their like Libby's list? Right? Mm-hmm. of like things to do i thought it was very self-aware again that was like part of the point mm-hmm. and i just thought it was funny like kind of forgetting about the list for a portion of the book while i was reading and then like when she when nora and charlie are like a little bit drunk or whatever and they're walking back from that restaurant the pasta restaurant or whatever and she's she sees the water and she's, and like, she's like the number list. 12 yeah <laughs> she started, he's like you wouldn't she's like you don't know me at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, like, oh, yes, number 12. <laughs> that's true. Because it's like, there was the list, because I think it was like, obviously, feeling like doing the tropes like Emily Henry. Yeah. But um, I I also I feel like I forgot about the list for yes. a good portion of the book. Um, I also love, I forget exactly where this part is, but Charlie was like, because initially it was like, Charlie was like, I don't want to just be something to ch- like check off the list yeah. and she was like you don't count because yes. it's not from and so and then there was like a moment where he because he was like bringing the bottle up to his lips and he like stops for a second <laughs> because he realizes that she just did it because she really wanted to and not yeah. because it was a list thing and i was like that was another kicking my feet squealing yes yeah uh, i was uh when i started the book i was listening to it while i was working uh-huh and I was literally, I had, like, my my AirPods in on, like, the noise-canceling mode, despite uh-huh. there being no noise in my apartment anyways. Always. Uh, and I, so I can't really hear myself, but I was definitely going, oh, my God, stop. 
like audibly making some kind of comment. I was gasping and my jaw was just dropping and I was like putting the book down and like looking around like, did anybody else see that? You know, like (laughs) that kind of Uh, yes and then I was finishing it like the rest of the way like in bed and I was just like literally kicking my feet (laughs) and Esty was like at his uh his computer doing something and he like would look over at me in his peripheral every once in a while I love that I'm kicking my feet and squealing yes (laughs) he's like are you okay when I finished the book and I was like crying right of course Uh as one does he was like are you okay (laughs) he's like was it sad I was like well no no (laughs) <laughs> he's like why are you crying i was like i just am <laughs> it's happening it's fine it's, it's okay everything's fine he's like, well tell me about it he's like oh is this like that one that you read when uh he was talking about beach read mm-hmm. and i was like yeah yeah it's the same author and he's like no way <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I love us so i was like yeah i know yeah yeah he's like is this gonna be your last book i'm like i don't know i was just like sobbing for no reason <laughs> Aww. I was like, this is what books are about, man. This yeah. that's that's the vibe. This is everything 100%. I want to feel and more. What do you rate the spice scene compared to uh Beach Read? I think Beach Read was better. Agree. Okay. Agree. I think I still think about that scene. Yeah, me too. Probably on a daily basis. Yeah, me too. The I think it was the up against the bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> Next, yep. And seeing his his name like his books on the bookshelf. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. This I think whatever kink this is, this is what I. <laughs> this is my kink. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's just like intelligence. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it's an it's an off. Yeah thing of intelligence i thought this felt a little too fade to blacky yes did you feel that yes like compared to how vivid the like even if people would meet on vacation like that shit was there was some spicy like there weren't many scenes but the scenes that were spicy were spicy now did i feel like this had more tension in it yes yes I think this had a lot of tension. Like, I put, I was like, you know, I'm going to mark for, like, things I thought were hot slash actual spice. Uh Uh-huh. So, I have quite a few markers in there, but they weren't, like, the spice. Spice. Right? Yeah. So, I I thought that was really interesting because I was like, no, like, this is, like, the tension that Charlie and Nora have is hot. Like, that is objectively hot. Yeah. The spice scene was like a little like it wasn't necessarily a letdown, but mm-hmm. it, it did make sense for them. Yeah. I also thought it was another way of Emily Henry being like breaking the fourth wall, like by kinda doing semi fade to black and not yeah, di- not calling anything a member, you know, <laughs> not saying the flower, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um I what what book did we read recently where it was like the tension was just fantastic? What did we read recently? Was I it a there book was... we covered on the pod? I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what we covered recently. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> My brain there is was... so jumbled. <laughs> what did we read recently where I was, I remember just feeling like the tension in this book was everything. Let me see. I needed and more. Why can't I think of what I've read in the last year? What? Here, let me let me look at our list. Was it, excuse me, let me scroll please. Oh good. My Wi-Fi is just saying no. No, um, wait. Maybe 
maybe it wasn't what the fuck did I read did I not read it something like that maybe am I just having a weird I don't know because there's nothing on our list that had like tension tension <laughs> what the fuck did I read I did know. I not? Maybe I didn't read something. Ah, oh, what? I feel. Did like you I just watch something? Maybe that had that, the tension. Had that vibe? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I haven't really been in my body recently, so maybe. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we read something though that had tension. Like when you said that, I was like, "Oh yeah." But what was I. The... I don't know. What, what's going on? <laughs> are we oh, in the are we talking? No, not Infernal Devices. No. No. Like, the tension's okay. But not that. What? Yeah. I swear to They're God. They're also 17, had... so it can't be that great. I know, that's true. <laughs> Wait, I, I swear to God, we've had a conversation about this recently, about how good the tension was. Was it, was it like Poppy War? But there wasn't, no, like that wasn't it. No. I'm like looking at my bookshelf now. Like, was it? No- it, it wasn't Noni Blake. Oh, I mean, no. I don't think it was like because we didn't really. Yeah. No. What? 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 What gave us this feeling that we now don't know? I don't know. I think we need to stop talking about it, or else I'm gonna go crazy. Probably that's fair. What the? Maybe it was like something we watched. What did we both watch? I don't know. Ugh, this is gonna bother me. Okay, never mind. Anyways. I know, but I did really love the tension and the build-up. Yeah. Yeah. I No, I completely agree. I think it was the perfect tension and build-up. Like, when they have their first kiss, it made sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it it yeah. didn't feel rushed, but it didn't feel too slow. Yeah. It was, it was like, okay, you're 100 pages in, basically. Pacing. Yes. yes. Excellent pacing. I was just like, give me more. Like, yeah. I won't. And then when they're both like, We're good. it didn't happen. We're going to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. And like, then they have the conversation later on where it's like, but you said you wanted to pretend, like, but you said you oh my God. wanted to pretend it happened. And he's like, that. well, you said wait. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. You mean we stopped kissing because, because I, said, I said wait? wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please, please stop. And I love to, she wasn't, I think I appreciate, you know, maybe I like older characters because it makes more sense to write them as mature, emotionally mature people yeah because i love like she was on the date with shepherd right and she could have done the thing where she was just like nope i'm gonna push my feelings away even though i just realized in this moment that i really like charlie and mm-hmm. i want to be here with him and i don't feel anything for this man um and in many other books i think she would have kissed charlie and it would have ended up being an issue later on but she didn't you mean shepherd shepherd right yes yeah shepherd she would have kissed shepherd but it was like it made sense because she's 32 and emotionally I mean, she has her issues and everything. We all do. But she's emotionally mature enough to not kiss him because she realizes she doesn't like him. Yeah. And And she's thinking about Charlie. Yes. Yes. No, I completely agree with you. I think I really, really, really enjoy these, like, maybe because I'm just coming into myself as a real adult lately. (laughs) But I really enjoyed, like, I loved their... uh, the satisfaction that they got from clicking accept all in redline on Microsoft Word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mood. That is really satisfying. And like the the way that they were, you know, uh, when um 
the owner of that Italian restaurant brings a bottle of wine to their table mm-hmm. and she's like, I can't drink anymore. I've already, you know, I'm already feeling a little wah, right? Yeah. And he's like, but it's wine. It's the grape juice of alcohol. True. <laughs> like, I, they were so funny. Yeah. They were so funny. But I was like, this is the most relatable book I've read and I have nothing to do with the publishing industry, nor do I ever plan on going to True. North Carolina. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yes. It just felt relatable. It did. And you know, you know what I also appreciated was I think, okay, so there were fewer like really spicy scenes, mm-hmm. right? And like the spice maybe wasn't as great, but I felt like their intimacy yes. was really great. Mm-hmm. Their emotional intimacy was built up. Like they built, Emily Henry built on that. And it was, I, like there were the moments when they were like telling each other about like when she finally told him about why she doesn't sleep over um you know like like because she was like he appreciates honesty oh and yes. so i'm gonna give him honesty and so she explains it to him instead of just being like bottling it up and leaving and right. and then before that too when she um oh what it was on page i marked the whole page <laughs> it was like page 266 and 267 and okay. he or she was talking about, you know, losing her mom and everything like that. And um, if that's all you need, mm, the difference is Libby asked you to be here. He, because she was like, oh, I think she's getting, Libby's getting a divorce, but she hasn't told me. Oh, yeah, right, right. And I just felt the way he was there for her. And, like, it was, I just was, like, blown away by, I'm like, the way they <laughs> The emotional underst- intelligence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> honestly yes i was like this is what i want yeah this is what i I want and like just like someone like intimacy is like when someone needs you and you're there Mm -hmm. and he was there for her in the way that she needed and even like there were other moments there was another moment where she was like upset about something and then he makes jokes kind of like and she was like, how do you do that? And he was like, do what? Oh, he was yes. like, say the right thing. And he kind of yes. pauses and he goes, I don't think I've said, like, anybody else would say that I say the right thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think I just say the right thing for you. And, or, like, she's like, maybe it's just for me or something like that. And I was like, ah. like, they're just, and then it kind of goes back to this line that I also bookmarked, page 232. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, so if you're the wrong kind of woman, then I'm the wrong kind of man. Ah! Yes, I think I have that <laughs> mark, too. Oh, I do, I do, I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. And then she says, I think you're one of the least disappointing people I've ever met. I have that mark, yes. too! Yes. Oh, my God. If we were drinking, we would be drunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like legitimately, I, I think, like, that is the thing that is missing for me in the romances that are more young adult. Yeah. It's just the, like, lack of emotional intelligence for me. <laughs> it's infuriating because I think, like, as we're getting older, we're kind of – we're learning more things about ourselves and yeah. our, like, our relationships and everything like that. Yeah. And it's like – I'm sorry. I can't go back to, like, no communication. Yeah. Um, Holding everything in. Being petty, passive aggressiveness. Yep. Like, I can't go back to that because it's just, like, why the fuck are you a child, you know? Yeah, legit, legitimately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if you can't have a conversation about it, then leave. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't. Then have I deserve better. That's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. And I think their relationship just made so much sense. And you just said something about like intimacy, emotional intimacy is like when someone's there for that for you. 
yeah. you know, when you yeah. need them and they're there for you. And I agree with that. I think it's also like when you can say something and instead of there being a reaction, there is a like an inquiry into how we can fix that. Yes. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it was like I was listening to um, Glennon Doyle's podcast and Mm -hmm. someone on the podcast, they were like, you don't like the moment you feel most alone in this world is when you try to open up to somebody Mm -hmm. and they don't understand. Like you don't feel seen in that moment. And like so when you find someone like I feel like with Charlie and Nora like they truly they see each other and they understand mm-hmm. each other and they know how to be there for you and it's like it can feel so isolating if yeah. you try to be vulnerable if you try to open up and you don't get what you need in return right are you going oh that's okay yeah that's a bummer or you know things like this yeah and it's like that sucks and like like, uh, <laughs> that was a, like that was a conversation too throughout the book is like sometimes with Libby she was like I just want you to be my sister and say that sucks and yeah. hold me uh-huh and there was so like there's that and it's like and I think with was like Libby that's what she needed and that's mm-hmm. kind of we're seeing that but then with with Charlie and Nora we see how what they need in those situations too yeah and they're both it's like different mentalized yeah yeah, yeah. They, they they need to make a list they need yes. to break it down and both of them are like that so they really work well together with that like emotional yes. intimacy level yes, of their relationship they, they under like that just that level mm-hmm. of like i know you i know yeah. you i see you i know you i understand how you work and right. oh i loved that Loved yes. it. Made me oh, God, a little depressed. Love them. But I loved it. Yes. <laughs> it's like those TikToks where a cute couple does something and then somebody stitches it and they're like, why? When is it my turn to when be happy? happy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, do you um is there anything else we need to talk do about? Do you have a do you have a song? Because I have a song. I don't have a song. This is the first time it's not a Taylor Swift song, but oh, it no is way. because she mentioned the song, though. That's why I picked it. But I was thinking about it the whole fucking time that I was reading it. And it it's uh, Carolina on my mind by James Taylor. Oh my, God. <laughs> my mom is like the biggest James <laughs> right, Taylor fan. Right. So when I was growing up, we listened to a lot of James Taylor. And the whole time I was like, that's so funny. I have no in my brain. There's nothing there for either of the Carolinas. Right. Yeah. Like there's, it's just blank. Um. So but that song is like in my brain for a mention of Carolina either of them so I was like that's funny and then she said it and I was like why is this book reading my mind yeah please stop do you want to do like a like two or three favorite lines I have two marked yes that I would because I've already mentioned some other ones that I just like yeah yeah things okay no we were casual about that did you notice yes um 344 some my favorite ones were I like double marked them because I was like okay I like these um 344 um this wanting it feels good like a bruise you need to press on a reminder that there are things in life so valuable that you must risk the pain of losing them for the joy of briefly having them oh yes i really liked that i was like yes um this okay this one this passage this is my last one yeah and it's near the end 362 Mm -hmm. um Oh, it was, okay, this, I'm going to do the whole thing. Okay. Maybe love shouldn't be built on a foundation of compromises, but maybe it can't exist without them either. Not the kind that forces two people into shapes they don't fit in, but the kind that loosens their grips, 
always leaves room to grow. Compromises that say there will be a U-shaped space in my heart. And if your shape changes, I will adapt. I also have that one marked yep. as one of my ones to read. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Ah, no matter where we go, our love will stretch out to hold us. And that makes me feel like like everything will be okay. Ugh. I loved that. Yes. So much. This book had a lot of good lines. It did. It did. And like, honestly, I feel like I I also just want to go back, I feel like, and just tab the witty banter moments too. Oh, yeah. I did that. I had a different color for banter that I liked. (laughs) Do you have a favorite banter moment? Oh, I think it might have just been the the wine that's like the grapefruit juice of adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find a quote that you didn't say. Okay. <laughs> <that I have laughs> <marked it. laughs> oh, no, that's the grape juice of alcohol wine. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, my, this one's funny. This was just a funny one. Okay. Where uh, she is, Nora is kind of looking at Charlie, like admiring him. And she says, or she thinks, okay, they're just arms. Chill, Nora. Straight man have it too easy. A heterosexual yeah. woman can see a very normal-looking non-sexual appendage, and biology's like, step aside, last 4,000 4, years of evolution, it's time to contribute to the continuation of the human race. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, true. Yeah. <laughs> Why do our brains do that? Um, oh, I, I really liked on page 86, where Charlie and Nora are talking about the fact that they, like, kind of don't really like Sunshine Falls and they wish they could be back in New York. And Charlie goes, you're telling me, Charlie says, that from the moment you stepped off the airplane, you haven't been itching to go back to New York, feeling like like you're an astronaut out in space while the world's just turning at a normal speed. And by the time you get back, you've missed your whole life. Like New York will never need you like you need it. I was like, ouch, okay. (laughs) This just put me in my feels. Like this book just put me in my feels. And then I also had the maybe love shouldn't be built on a foundation of compromise blah 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 quote i think this was a good book like a a book of good lines like uh, there were just so many like the banter was so funny like you said Mm -hmm. some of the lines were like yeah no that hit like a little too hard Um, yeah yeah (laughs) there was a lot of like i had wished about halfway through the book that i had been tabbing for like this was relatable Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i was tabbing those as like oh i like that but then after a while i was like shit i feel like i should have done like this is relatable it was a different yeah. a different color i feel vibe mm-hmm. for me um i also just yeah. quickly 246 oh sure yep just yes ma'am it was in the library and just the oh, yes you fucking undo me yep 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 okay. And I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah. When he's like, I have no interest in going easy on you, Nora. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> uh, um, so what did you rate the book? <laughs> um, I think we can just go with five. Yeah, I think. agree. Firm agree. Firm I agree. Do, I, I loved this. I do think I still, I need to reread Beatreen. But, like, mm-hmm. part of me is just, like, holding on to Gus a little tighter. That's fair. And, like, their story a little tighter, I feel like. I think I related maybe more to January than I did to Nora. I think Even that th- could be the thing, because I really related to Nora. Okay. She okay, likes yeah. lists. 
Yeah, like. <laughs> I'm a chaos, live in chaos type person. And I think I got, I, and so was January. And I think it was from mental, like, being depressed about her father's death or whatever. Right. But I just related a little more to, yeah. And yeah. also, I think the fan cast of Logan Lerman as Gus just, okay. like, did it in for me. I was like, yep. That's fair. I think I just saw myself so much in Nora that I was like, this one's for me. Yeah. <laughs> also, t- is this book not for the older sisters? Because it's legit yeah. for older sisters. Like, this is the older sister Bible. <laughs> except, except I do not have that relationship with my younger sister. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the, like, the, you know, reliable aspects of Nora's character yeah. because of being an older sister, I was like, I relate to that. I do, however, think I cringed a little every time they said sissy to each I other. I did, too. That was my yeah. only downfall of this whole book. Like, like I'm yeah. sorry. That's so cringe. Yeah. That's very cringe. Sissy. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to not consider that. I will say that after reading this book, I think my ranking has changed for the Emily Henry books. <gasps> I think I think I like this one more than Beach Read. Okay. I think it goes this one, Beach Read, People We Meet on Vacation. See, it's Which, and that's coming one. from a People We Meet on Vacation stan. I loved People We Meet on Vacation, but I did love Beach Read a little bit more. So, okay, yeah. They're all, they're all my favorite children, but this one might be <laughs> more so. Mine goes Beach Read, Book Lovers, People We Meet on Vacation. I, I love 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 betrayed i loved this and i liked people we meet on vacation alex just didn't do it for me and also the friends to lovers is just not my thing i think friends to lovers is my thing but i liked uh i think i liked poppy's character so much in people we meet on vacation okay not even necessarily i related related probably the most to poppy maybe Mm -hmm. but i just did not like i was like "Uh." i don't like the prim and proper cargo pants or the um yeah, what, what yeah. pants? What kind I, of pants yeah, are they? I know what you mean. Cargo? I don't. Yeah. I don't know, but I know. I know what you mean. Like that could yes. so easily be a dad trope. Like, like he is like <laughs> a that's dad just my type. <laughs> through and through. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> they said Charlie had salt and pepper hair. I was like, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but like Alex is like a barbecue, like ugly he sandal is, wearing yeah. dad. You know, he's very white. Yes. suburban dad. That's very true. Yeah. I think I just just liked the banter level in that book a lot. Yeah. Um, Compared to like, but I liked Beach Read a lot too. Like, they're all my children, right? (laughs) We love Emily Henry. I love love them all. This one just got me. I was like, yeah, Yeah. I love it. I wish maybe the spice had been a bit more, but I think it's still a five in my eyes. And I think it was a good length. One thing I feel like I haven't seen a lot of commentary on, but there's, people hold this to tessa bailey and other romance writers diversity yeah mm-hmm. kind of agree no agree i think are all all of her characters have been white and even like i can't even think of side characters that are not white i don't think she has any so yeah i agree with you that is i think that maybe also why in my mind i was picturing oscar Isaac <laughs> like, a white man i was like i can't a little pick bit a, here. i can't pick a white man like i'm sorry there yeah. will never be a white man who i can picture as somebody I can from insert these books myself into yeah this, yeah it's just not for me and i don't I ha- know i don't know why she doesn't i don't do know that. because like i feel like 
that's such a thing with Tessa Bailey books. And I feel like maybe yeah. it's just like Emily Henry, this is like her third. And so yeah. it's she's still earlier on. But I mm-hmm. think that conversation is going to start happening soon. I agree. Like these books are very much for the white girlies. Yeah. Like there they are. Even, there isn't even like any LGBT represent like nothing. No. Mm-hmm. This is like, like straight nothing. white girlies. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. I yeah no I I agree with you I think uh, she, I mean she's got the money for it right she got she probably has the team for it she could do especially you know, after this one one maybe, diverse character I think <laughs> I think maybe next book will make her break it like she's got to she's got to diversify in the next book yeah. I can I completely agree with you because it is it is a bit um, under seasoned for sure yeah under season under season <laughs> it's salt and pepper on the chicken baby like <laughs> barely any barely yeah. it's like that that one thanksgiving that nile, nile posted yes. on his instagram story that he was everyone cooking the turkey commented and it was Where bland is the seasoning because it is seasoned there are seasonings on it like, sir <laughs> i saw that turkey <laughs> we all saw it okay yeah. we all saw it but he yes i know i agree with life you. yeah I think the only reason probably that Emily Henry hasn't gotten any flack for that is because her writing is objectively better than Tessa Bailey's. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like her writing is so good it's that just, it is it's hard writes... to critique it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I got you. That's true. I will say, oh, we didn't mention this, but I will say like I did you see that TikTok I sent you where somebody mentioned Krav Maga. Like, Krav yeah. Maga. Yeah. And I was I I too was like, yeah, why would you? There, like, there's no reason. There's no reason. Why wouldn't you just choose, like, I'm learning karate, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, like, there's no excuse for it. I, I went through the comments of that video, and someone was like, I had no idea until this moment that it was an Israeli thing. Like, I think she probably just did it out of sheer ignorance. But probably. it's like, again, like, there's no excuse for that. Like, there's, there are editors yeah. for books. You who have a whole team. Literally, this book is about be... editors. <laughs> yes, exactly. Catch that think. There's just no reason to, like, uh, like it, it was just such a stupid thing where it's like just why and it was not at all integral to the book no not at all that could have been like you could have taken entirely. the whole line out yeah, yeah you exactly. could have taken the whole thing out and it would not have made a single difference to the book except it wouldn't have been bad like, yeah. What? i yeah I, when i saw that i was like oh question mark and then yeah reading it i was like no yeah you're mm, questionable questionable yeah i think perhaps soon we'll be seeing more obviously this book just came out this week when we were recording this um versus when it's gonna this episode's gonna be yeah this episode's gonna be out in like two weeks but (laughs) um but so there's not discourse about it yet Mm -hmm. besides people loving it Mm -hmm. but i am interested to see uh like you said if there's going to be anything regarding her lack of diversity and and like I get that it made sense for Charlie to be white because he's from this little town in North Carolina that she's setting the book in. So right. like I guess that makes sense, right? But no it could have to be. It could have been like it didn't have to be North Carolina. It could have been somewhere else in the South. It could have been like there are so yeah. many, like there are so many ways it could have been not white either. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what she'll do next. And I'm very interested to see what everybody's going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks between when we're recording and when the episode goes up. Yes. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Do you have any further remarks? I don't think so. 
All right. Uh, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I'm Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Crying in H-Mart by Michelle Zahner. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.